You're listening to the Mark White Show. That's a good how do you do. <laughs> Are you building your dream home? Or have you decided to stay in your current home and remodel? Either way, we all know that kitchens and baths are smart investments when it comes to the value and livability of our homes. Regardless of the project size or complexity, you want and deserve quality products and amazing service before, during, and most importantly, after the sale. A big part of that service is dealing with people that understand their products and can provide advice and consultation that you can rely on. Sounds like a tall order for sure. Who can give you the brands you know and trust and the professional help you deserve? Our friends over at Park Supply Company, of course. They are the go-to for all of your kitchen, bath, and DIY needs. Visit their locations in Huntsville and Athens and you will understand the difference of the Park Supply way. Large selection with the small hometown feel you love. Mention this ad and receive a one-time coupon good for $10 off of a $50 purchase. Go to parksupplycompany.com and connect with them today. Have you been searching for a rewarding career as labor, skilled labor, or lead man supervisor? Premier Structures may have the career you've been looking for. Premier Structures offers three stages of profit sharing, 70% of health insurance covered for individuals, and plenty of room for growth. Premier Structures is located in Athens, Alabama, and serves all of North Alabama, and is licensed in Alabama and Tennessee. To find your career with Premier Structures, Go to premierstructures.com or give them a call at 256-232-2092. Bob Sykes Barbecue has a big announcement. They are now delivering to your home or office. Just order online and we'll take care of the rest. That's bobsykes.com. Bob Sykes Barbecue is open Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Check them out at bobsykes.com. Sometimes life brings you a moment you always will remember some of nature's most beautiful creations framed by places we know and cherish. And aren't we in luck that some of life's most memorable scenes are right here at home, all together at Alabama the Beautiful, the group on Facebook where the eye captures the moment, and it really does last forever. Be sure to check out alabamathebeautifulmagazine.com. With six convenient locations to serve you, Bankston Motorhomes is your local RV dealer. They have some of the top brand name RVs for sale at incredible prices. Whether you are looking for an awesome RV for a long-term road trip or a smaller or more lightweight RV for the occasional weekend getaway, Bankston Motorhomes is here to provide you with some outstanding options and deals that you just won't find anywhere else. For more information, go to bankstonmotorhomes.com or visit one of their six convenient locations in Huntsville, Florence, Warrior, Albertville, and Ardmore in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Bankston Motorhomes. At Buquay's Soul Food Restaurant, you can enjoy all-you-can-eat meats, home-cooked vegetables, and homemade desserts. Buquay's Soul Food Restaurant is located in Rogersville, Alabama. Buquay's can also take care of your catering and party needs. Check them out on Facebook or give them a call at 256-607-7120. A new location is coming soon to Hartsville, Alabama, so stay tuned. Now, with tomatoes and other fresh produce, Jay Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama is ready to serve you. Located at 30 County Road 260, Coleman, Alabama, you can go to their website at jcalvertfarms.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at jcalvertfarms. Give them a call at 256-636-2752. That's Jay Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama. Hey everybody, this is Daryl Worley, and you're listening to The Mark White Show. 
hey, step up and make a difference like he does. This is Nico Johnson from Andalusia, Alabama, assistant football coach at University of Texas. Be where your feet are. You listen to the Mark White Show. Hey, y'all, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you, yeah, you can make a huge difference somebody's life you just may not have figured out how yet and that's why you're listening to the mark white show hi i'm crystal gale and you're listening to the mark white show and one smile can make a difference hello i'm gene stallings and this is the mark white show get off the sideline and get involved and make a difference in your community you are listening to the mark white show my daddy is your host mark white something good just call me Welcome to a very special edition of the Mark White Show. I'm glad that you can join us today as I'm going to take you back to Mark White younger days when I was just 8, 9, 10, 11 years old and I was listening to Foster and Lloyd and Radney Foster enjoying their music. I didn't have a chance to interview them back then. I was just a kid, right? 8 years old. But here I am now and I have a chance to go back to the days of the music that I loved so much. And I have Radney Foster on the line with me, the guy who still makes his wife laugh in Del Rio, Texas. <laughs> Welcome to the Mark White Show, Radney Foster. Thank you so much, brother. <laughs> Glad to have you, man. This takes me way back because, as I mentioned, Foster and Lloyd, 1987. I was just eight years old, but my grandparents had the radio on. I was listening to WDRM 102.1 and heard you wow. and Bill for the very first time. You know, the funny thing was that um, we heard ourselves on the radio for the first time uh, riding into a radio station Baltimore. <laughs> you know, they'd take they, the first thing they did, was, you know, they, they put the single out, but then they took us immediately on, you know, uh, tours to see, you know, to visit radio stations. And uh, we, we went and did, we we're doing that one and, you know, the guy said, these guys are coming in in 10 minutes, you know, it's good job. Kind of neat. That first song I heard was Crazy Over You, and man, what a catchy tune by you and Bill. I enjoyed that very much, and we are right now looking at the 30th anniversary of Del Rio, Texas, 1959, and actually this month, I was looking into it this month, 31 years ago, it was when the lead single of the debut album, Del Rio, Texas, 1959, was released, Just Call Me Lonesome. That was 31 years ago this month. Yeah, it was. It was kind of wild. What was it, Radney, that led you into the music business? Now, I get it. You're from Texas. You're from Del Rio. There probably was some great musical influence in that area. 
but what was it for you that captured your attention that made you want to take this route? You know, I mean, I, I, I think I took the route in the first place because my dad played guitar and sang and, and, you know, they had friends come over on Saturday nights and somebody brought the barbecue and potato salad and everybody brought an instrument and they sit around and play music all night long. So that was the first, that, you know, and then hearing the harmonies of the choir at church and stuff, you know, the typical things that make a kid want to pick up a guitar or a musical instrument, you know, fascinated by a family member that can do it. And, but it wasn't really until I was in college that I thought, you know, you could actually do this. And it took, it really took someone kind of giving me permission. You know, you dream of it. I mean, certainly, I don't know a 15 year old who plays guitar that didn't, you know, comb his hair and, and try to make his best Elvis moves in the mirror, you know, <laughs> right. that thing. I mean, if they, if they, if they tell you they didn't, they're lying, you know, <laughs> you know, so, so, but that's just a dream, you know, that's just, that's not reality. And I think it was, you know, I had, uh, a guy came up to, uh, me, I was in a band in college and came up to us and he said, Hey, you know, what band does these three songs? Cause I know all the other songs you did. And, one of the guys said, hey, man, you can't get him our singer ready. And he said, I don't know anything about the music business, but I got a buddy who's a producer in Nashville. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> right. And uh, um, so I write my name down in a matchbook and with my phone number, and it's the pay phone at the end of the hall in my dorm. And sure enough, two weeks later, somebody tacked a note up on my door with a 615 area code that's called Brown Bannister. I don't know that name. Why don't I don't know the name. And then I remembered of a Rolling Stone article about this guy who was producing this brand new ingenue that was taking the world by storm named Amy Grant. And I was like, that's a real guy. So <laughs> I, I went and played him four or five songs. And he said, man, you know, how old are you? And I said, 20. And he said, you need to have a serious conversation with your mom and dad about doing this for a living. And that was like the first time someone had given me the encouragement. Like, you could actually pull this off. So how did that serious conversation go with your mom and dad at the time? Badly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I had the stupidity to wake them up at two in the morning and, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and say, I don't want to go back to school. I think God wants me to drop out of college so I can be a singer and a songwriter. And my father, you know, made the longest sigh I've ever heard in my life and said, son, I've known God a long, long time. I don't believe he wants me to send a mind to drop out of college to be a singer and songwriter. <laughs> you heard wrong. You know, but, but it, but it really, you know, they made a compromise and I, they said, you know, your school, if you can convince the dean, the school will hold your place for a year while you pursue a sabbatical looking into some other creative endeavor. And I said, okay, so I, I don't think he thought I could convince the dean, but I did. And, and then I, you know, I was kind of on my own, which is actually really good too. You know, so I had to kind of save up first and last month's rent and, uh, you know, at a odd job in Del Rio and then make my way up to Nashville and, and uh, you know, slept on a couch or two for two or three weeks until I figured out how to get the table on. And, uh, and it was a really great, that year was a, a furnace. You know, I really learned how hard this thing was going to be. And it taught me a, a lot about the work ethic of, of, that it takes if you're really pursuing a dream. So even though your dad loved music and you mentioned hearing the music as a young person in your home, mm -hmm. education was still very oh, important to your parents. 
absolutely. My mother was a school teacher. My father was a small town lawyer. So, Got it. I mean, I, I you know, I, I assume that my job, my, I, my great grandfather, my dad's grandfather was the first lawyer in Del Rio. So I kind of knew that my lot in life was to come home and, you know, take over the family business. But just, you know, all of a sudden the music got in the way. And I, you know, I had to, I had to go back and, you know, I thought I was going to be the next L by the time I was 21, but that, that did not happen. So I had to go back and finish my last year of college, you know, and then beelined right back to Nashville after that. You know? It's very similar, Radney, because my grandfather who raised me, when I told him that I wanted to be a kicker for the University of Alabama and walk on, the one thing that he told me was, you're going to make sure you get your grades if you go to, to the University of Alabama. That's going to come first. And right. so that was a commitment I had to make to him for me to be able to travel to Tuscaloosa and give right. it a shot to be a kicker. So my granddad, he was he had his doctorate. He was a smart guy. He was a dean of students. He was a preacher. He had just right. everything going on. But education was very important to him, too. Yeah, it was, it was really, you know, when your mom teaches, you know, I, I literally have, my mom is still with us, and I am incredibly grateful for that. She's 89 years old and rocking. And, but what's fun is how many times someone has come up to me and said, you know, Mr. Foster, I'm a big fan of your music, but I'm really a big fan of your mom's because she taught me how to read. And I've had Amazing. people say that to me all over the world. In London, a guy came up to me and he had been a kid whose parents were, worked at the Air Force Base, you know, so they're always constantly moving around. But he had gone to first grade in uh, in Delvia, Texas, and my mother had taught him how to read and had always been his favorite. He came to a concert in London and got permission to come backstage just to tell that story. I thought that's pretty cool. That's wonderful, Radney. Man, and, and you said your mom's 89. Will she be 90 this year? Uh, she just turned 89 this year. She'll be 90 next year, next, next month. Okay, so, so she's a year younger than my grandmother who raised me. We were raised by the same generation. Wow. It's just that my grandparents were raising me, and my granddad was from Texas, too. Oh, wow. We don't. We don't. That's so cool. It was an interesting upbringing. I'll put it that way. <laughs> a preacher's home is where I came from. Yeah. I, you know, uh, every, every person I know who is a preacher's kid, you know, that's gone on to some uh, creative endeavor, really interesting stories to tell, you know, about, about what that's like, you know, and about, I mean, I just got to write a guy named Danny Myrick, who's just an amazing songwriter. And, uh, and he was a preacher's kid and he and I've had lots of discussions. I wasn't, you know, but, um, but it is interesting to, then there's a whole lawyer kid thing too, believe it or not. You know, there's <laughs> like a thing, you know, when your dad teaches constitutional law in the Bible at, at, at the dinner table, you know? <laughs> And, and Spanish. I mean, you know. I like, love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, this is what it's like to be, you know, a mile from Mexico. And, and you can make bees in any other course. If you wanted to, you could make a bee in Spanish. You had to make A's in Spanish. Right now, folks, we're talking to Radney Foster. Glad to have him on the line as we celebrate 30 years. Del Rio, Texas, 1959. One of the places that Radney will be August the 5th is Mule House in Columbia, Tennessee. I love the fact that I have partnered Southern Roots Radio to be on their station to have the Mark White show oh, there. Man. And I thought to promote Mule House and this concert coming up. So, Radney, if you'll stick with yeah. me, we'll talk about that. We'll get some listeners involved with this and get some tickets to Mule House, okay? 
great. All right, folks, I hope you'll stick with us. You are listening to The Mark White Show, and I'm your host, Mark White. I don't need my old one. Call me lonesome from now on. Bob Sykes Barbecue has a big announcement. They are now delivering to your home or office. Just order online and we'll take care of the rest. That's bobsykes.com. Bob Sykes Barbecue is open Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. Check them out at bobsykes.com. Athens Bible School is accredited by Advanced Ed, a member of the National Alliance of Concurrent Enrollment Partnerships, and is a satellite campus of Calhoun Community College. For more information, call 256-232-3525 or visit our website at athensbibleschool.org. With six convenient locations to serve you, Bankston Motorhomes is your local RV dealer. They have some of the top brand name RVs for sale at incredible prices. Whether you are looking for an awesome RV for a long-term road trip or a smaller or more lightweight RV for the occasional weekend getaway, Bankston Motorhomes is here to provide you with some outstanding options and deals that you just won't find anywhere else. For more information, go to bankstonmotorhomes.com or visit one of their six convenient locations in Huntsville, Florence, Warrior, Albertville, and Ardmore in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Bankston Motorhomes. This is Cora White inviting you to tune in every Saturday to Cora's Corner on the Mark White Show. grandparents took me in at nine years old and the music that had such an impact on my life as a child I know it's hard to think about an eight or nine year old having this this love for music but I absorbed it at that age and I needed it because I was struggling as a kid coming out of domestic violence and alcoholism and going over to my grandparents and so music just stayed with me and Foster and Lloyd Radney Foster important part of my young life listening to the music like Just Call Me Lonesome, Nobody Wins. Easier said than done, one of the most beautiful songs that I love from Radney. And I'd like to welcome Radney back to the show. Welcome, Radney Foster. Hey, man. Good good to be here. I, You know, I never discount because, uh, how much music can influence anyone's life. It's just I know from the earliest of ages, I was just obsessed with it. And, uh, and it really, you know, my... You know, it was the carrot that my parents could use. You know, my grades were better. My 
but everything was better because it's like, hey, you want to, you know, you want to play your instrument, you know, you got to, you know, you got to keep up with this stuff too. Yes. And it taught me, taught me discipline, you know, because you don't get any better at playing an instrument or singing unless you practice. What was the first instrument that you touched? Was it a guitar, the first thing that you learned to play? Yeah, my dad's guitar, you know, and I think in grade school, in third grade, I think we had recorders, you know, <laughs> with, you know, so I, learned <laughs> I haven't, I haven't touched the recorder. Actually, I think the last time it was, you know, my kids, you know, fast forward however many years when they were all little, you know, third grade, you get a recorder, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, well, I kind of know how this thing works a little bit here, but we'll, we'll, we'll relearn it together. So anyway, but that's, you know, my youngest daughter's 21 now, so it's been a minute or two since I've touched very good. But yeah, it was a good it was a guitar, <laughs> you know. And you play the mandolin as well? I, I do. I, I, you know, I don't call myself a mandolin player in Nashville. I'm okay. a mandolin own. I'm a mandolin owner in this <laughs> town. You know, I mean, you you got to realize that I, I share the street with with John Randall and 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 Ricky Skaggs and and uh, Marty Stewart and, <laughs> or, or Sam Bush, and I know for a fact that all of them. And play circles around me on a mandolin. It's funny that you said that about Ricky Skaggs. He's been on the Mark White show before, but he just posted five days ago about Bill Monroe's Gibson F5 signed by Lloyd mm -hmm. Lore, July the 9th, yeah. 1923. And that is something that he obviously treasures. Oh, sure. The, you know, he and Marty both, I mean, I think, have done such a great job of of you know keeping in in traditional country music the thought and the and the centerpiece of bluegrass mandolin sort of added to country music if that makes any sense in, in other it words does. Man, mandolin has always been you know the drummer in any bluegrass you know and um, they're they're keeping down the backbeat, you know, and then ripping it when they get their their turn. But you know the the watching it, you know, stay I think in the forefront of of mainstream country music and then alternate country music, you know, Americana. It's really because it, you kind of can point back at three guys, you know, Sam Bush and and Rich Skaggs and Marty Stewart. I mean, this really is those three guys. That, Radney, I'm always looking for smoke coming off of his mandolin. <laughs> I heard him, <laughs> I heard him at the Grand Ole Opry not too long ago, and he was going at it on that thing. Oh, and yeah. you're just waiting for something to start smoking. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. And that's the truth. But you know what? The Mule Palace is going to be fun. Speaking of mandolin, because I'm going to have um, it's uh, it's me and my guitar player, but he also is a great mandolin player, and we're going to do it uh, duo Everly style. It's very fun because I get to tell more of the stories behind the song on that. And we're going to do the Delia Texas album, top to bottom, the first 10 songs. Wow. And then several, and then several hits, you know, thereafter of, uh, and one song off my new record. And, uh, you know, cause you know, we, it's kind of fun when people go, Oh yeah, I remember all those songs off the album and the ones that were played on the radio from it. And, and, uh, and on CMT videos and those kinds of things. But then, you know, sometimes a lot of fans it's like, oh, I haven't heard that in years, but 
they haven't been to one of my concerts in a long time either. And they were like, I didn't know you wrote that Keith Urban song. I didn't know you wrote that, <laughs> that song. I didn't know you wrote that song. I didn't know you wrote that song. You know, so, so it's kind of fun to uh, get to do all those and have lots of surprises. You bring up a really good point, Radney, because there are a lot of entertainers, musicians, songwriters that we knew from the 80s and 90s and somewhere in the mix of all different musics that came in, we lose track. And so they were on the radio. You realize this. They were on the radio, then they weren't. And so you knew them during that time where it was hitting the radio hard. And mm-hmm. it's like the person doesn't exist anymore, but they're still making music. And the, oh, sure. the fans, some of the fans who may not be the hardcore fans, they don't even realize that the person that they enjoyed so much is still out there very active. Yeah, I think the internet has really helped with that. Um, you know, because you can go, oh, whatever happened to Radney Foster? Yes. And then you go, oh, well, he's still making, he's been making records for 20 years here, <laughs> you know. And, uh, um, uh, the one, you know, also the emergence of Americana Radio has, you know, really helped my career a lot because I've continued to be played on Americana stations and on public radio stations. Um, ever since I, I left Arista Records. You know? Yes. So that, that's been incredibly helpful in building that audience, you know, one show at a time and one fan at a time. And there's something to that retail music making, you know, that you're, you know, that is still incredibly appealing for me when you see, um, when you're when the audience is close enough, you can see their faces light up, and that's going to be true of the New Health. It'll be a really great show. I know you're on tour right now, but how much do you actually get to stay home? I mentioned the picture that you had with your wife there in Del Rio. Right. We actually took my grandmother in at 84 years old. She lived with us, and I was mm-hmm. proud to be able to do that because she took care of me. And you talked about sure. your mom and what kind of connection do you have to be able to be the responsible son you know uh i uh, say my mom lives in san antonio uh, by herself still, and a stone's throw from uh either one of my sisters and so uh she's in a great position and i almost exclusively if i'm playing between austin and houston or anywhere in, in central or south texas i tend to stay oh either come in a day before or stay over a day extra, or both. Have some more opportunity to see my mom, and uh, and she comes up here to Nashville quite a bit as well. And uh, so we're we're fortunate. I know that we're we're looking towards uh, you know a time when maybe she might need some more help. Uh, and certainly, you know, she and all of the kids are having that conversation. But um, she's doing fantastic. And and I I have. As I've gotten a little older, I've limited my touring uh, to a much more reasonable um, bunches. You know, I probably played, will have played during the 30 year anniversary of uh, between last September and this coming September. I thought we did 80 gigs. And, uh, you know, but that's a lot. Um, but, you know, it's, a, you get, it's something you can, you know, bite off in little bits and it's not as it's not like you're gone all at once for a hundred days you know you're you're it's here and there and uh that's been you know 
been a good thing. And it's been a good thing that I can, I have other forms of writing these days. I'm pretty, I just have to be producing Randy Rogers fans latest record. I'm producing another indie guy out of Texas name, uh, Jesse Rob Jr. And uh, I'm writing a second book of short fiction. You know, my last record had a book of short fiction to go with it for you to see the stars. So there's a short story for each song on the record. And so, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm busy being creative, you know. Very nice. I love to hear that. And you mentioning the books, my daughter has a segment that's going to be coming up on this show, Cora's Corner, where she reads an excerpt of books, kind of like reading Rainbow. And I sure. love for her to be able to do that. She's nine years old, and we're going to make that part of today's show. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Well, there are, uh, in the book, there are several uh, short stories that a nine year old would enjoy having read to them and be good. But there are several that it's not age appropriate for another year. <laughs> and, uh, they're really written, you know, for adults. But I did, you know, one of, uh, and, and, and two of the stories in particular I wanted to write about a little boy. They're different ages and they're different little boy characters. Certainly, you know, I'm borrowing from my own knowledge uh, when you write that stuff. And they're funny and they're sweet and they're about, you know, reconciliation and family and forgiveness and um, a lot of things that uh, I think it's important for kids to hear, you know, uh, as they as they, you know, grow up. And I, I, you know, your daughter's right at the age, you know, it's one of the funnest ages to be a parent because they love to read and consume, and they're getting just beginning to really get excited about that. But then they still love to be read to and told a story, and that's kind of fantastic. Absolutely. And I want to send people to RadneyFoster.com if they want to find the books, they want to find concerts that are coming up. Of course, we mentioned the Mule House on August the 5th. Sure. Then you head up to New York, New Jersey. Then you're back to Texas and you're going to be in Waxahachie on April the on August the 26th. You have a full plate through September as I'm looking at the calendar from August <laughs> the 5th to September the 8th. You're going to be a busy guy. I'm going to be a very busy guy. I, I am indeed. But um, it's going to be fun. Uh, my wife, you know, we're empty nesters these days. My wife gets to go to, uh, you know, out on some of the tours with me. She always wants to go um, to the pretty places. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mule Town is a beautiful place. I love Columbia. Hey, man, Columbia is a beautiful little town. It is indeed. And that's going to be a fun show. Well, I'm going to try to make it on August the 5th, and I appreciate your time today, Radney Foster. I have enjoyed this conversation more than you know, buddy. Oh, thanks so much, Mark. And, hey, everybody out there, if you go to RadneyFoster.com, everything comes back to you. Excellent. Man, that's wonderful. Radney, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me, brother. Uh, look forward to it. All right. When we come back, we're going to have a brand new episode of Chorus Corner. I hope you'll stick with us. You are listening to The Mark White Show, and I'm your host, Mark White. You see, it can't make I love you.
There are moments in life you wish you could capture forever. Alabama the Beautiful is a new online magazine that preserves images from sweet home Alabama. Yours anytime, online, every month. Where the eye captures the moment and it really does last forever. Be sure to check out alabamathebeautifulmagazine.com. Thompson Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business serving the North Alabama and Southern Tennessee area. They are a Better Business Bureau A-plus member since 2011 and a GAF Master Elite Contractor. Give them a call at 256-952-3309 or check them out on the web at 256roofing.com. They offer free inspections. Thompson Roofing and Construction. Mr. Cecil Batchelor is the one that started this business as Dependable Service Center. And even though now it's Green's Dependable Hardware and we're a true value store, our tagline is still your Dependable Service Center. We've tried to keep that alive for all these years. Mr. Batchelor really started a good business. We're really excited to be carrying on a long-standing tradition. It's the oldest retail store in the city of Russell. We're Green's Dependable Hardware, 15220A Highway 43 in Russellville. Alabama. We're right behind McDonald's or right across the street from the hospital. Number is 256-331-0123. The Dependable Service Center. Is it time for a haircut? Give my friend Philip Butler at Southwind Barbershop a call. Located in Rogersville, Alabama. You can call him at 256-247-5658. Make an appointment or just walk in. That's Southwind Barbershop in Rogersville, Alabama. Are you building your dream home? Or have you decided to stay in your current home and remodel? Either way, we all know that kitchens and baths are smart investments when it comes to the value and livability of our homes. Regardless of the project size or complexity, you want and deserve quality products and amazing service before, during, and most importantly, after the sale. A big part of that service is dealing with people that understand their products and can provide advice and consultation that you can rely on. Sounds like a tall order for sure. Who can give you the brands you know and trust and the professional help you deserve? Our friends over at Park Supply Company, of course. They are the go-to for all of your kitchen, bath, and DIY needs. Visit their locations in Huntsville and Athens and you will understand the difference of the Park Supply way. Large selection with the small hometown feel you love. Mention this ad and receive a one-time coupon good for $10 off of a $50 purchase. Go to parksupplycompany.com and connect with them today. This is Cammie Cotler, and I played Elizabeth on the Walton. Cora's Corner is coming up next, so stick around to hear a wonderful story. It's never too early to save for college. Contact Brad Wallace, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, on Hughes Road in Madison, Alabama. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome to another edition of Cora's Corner with Cora White. Today, Cora will be reading a book titled My Favorite Book from Goodwill Incorporated in Gastonia, North Carolina. And now, here's Cora White. For this new morning with its light for rest and shelter of the night, for health and food, for love and friends, for everything that goodness sends, I am thankful. 
Now birds are busy raising their babies. Sometimes they're bringing food to them in the morning when I wake. Sometimes when morning lights the sky and gladness fills the air, I feel like telling others of the beauty of the world. A bunch of magic keys is mine to make each day with gladness shine. Good morning is the magic key which unlocks every day to me. When evening comes, good night, I say, and lock the door of that glad day. When at the table, if you please, I take from my bunch of keys. When friends give anything to me, I use my magic thank you key. But every day I mean to see each chance to use a magic key. All things bright and beautiful, all things large and small, all things wise and wonderful, we must respect and love them all. Sometimes when trees are standing tall with branches in the air, I feel like saying how large they are, and I am so very small. How wonderful my body and the mind which I think. How wonderful to have my health and be able to enjoy whatever I eat and drink. How faithfully each day I then must do the things I should to keep my body well and strong, my mind clean, pure, and good. But no one has to wind me up with a string or a key. I walk and talk, I run and laugh, I think and hear and see. The little stars are put to sleep and the sun wakes up each day. I'm very glad for I'm a child who likes to run and play. How nice it is to stand and view the great big sky, so lovely and blue. I love my dog and he loves me. He is my pet and plays with me. I'm kind to him in every way and we are happy every day. Here is my little new red drum. Listen, it sounds trum tum tum. How do friendly children play? I know, I know. They share their blocks and share their toys with other little girls and boys because it is the right and happy way. When friends visit me someday, I'll share my ball to play. I think they'd like this picture book. We'll turn the pages as we look. I want to grow and do the things I should to be to others kind and good. In all I do, in all I say, to be more loving every day. Sing about my birthday. It comes but once a year. Glad I am to live and grow, see and feel and hear. Children should be helpers and always want to be sharing work and happiness in their family. Sometimes my daddy works at home to make our place look trim. And when he works out in the yard, I'll go along with him. I pick up old bones my dog has left and bits of paper while I talk. When Daddy mows the grass, I sweep the cuttings off the walk. I'm big enough to put my toys away, hang up my coat and hat to help my mother and to come quickly when she calls. We saw a field without a weed. The farmer was at work planting seed. First came sunshine, then came rain. We saw it again, it was growing grain. 
We saw it later. It was golden wheat, soon to be bread for someone to eat. Tune in next week for part two of my favorite book. You have been listening to another episode of Chorus Corner from Cora White. Here on the Mark White Show, we're recognizing difference makers and sharing their stories to encourage and inspire. And I hope that you'll share the show with your family, your friends, and your neighbors. Let them know about the Mark White Show and what we're trying to do to make a difference in our communities around the country and the world. I want you to follow the Mark White Show on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the Mark White Show podcast wherever you get your podcast. You have been listening to another edition of the Mark White Show, and this is Mark White. And Cora White. Encouraging you. To find your purpose. By making a difference. In someone's life. Today. today. Oh, living, loving my home.